coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I got a special guest. And no, it's not just James this time. We got Laborio, Ricardo Laborio here. Hey guys. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. Because I, I don't know. Is that a loss for words? No, because I don't know what it was called. Like when you beat like the Lebo. No, the guy you beat like when you beat Mario Sperry in that super oh, match. Oh no, couldn't even say that. that I'll was, talk to him this week. He's by the way. such a good, cool guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. But you beat him in some kind of super jujitsu match for like jujitsu of the universe it's championship. A, it's called super fight, John. Super fight. It was a super fight. He beat this guy named Mario Sperry. Um, and they went Which at is it. your master. He gave you the blue belt, remember? He gave me a blue belt, yes, and I'm waiting for my purple. But, um, oh, you know what? I've been a purple, blue belt long enough. I don't want to appear to be a sandbagger. I should get a purple belt. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that would be so awkward. Anyway, so we got Ricardo Laborio here, who is the super fight champion who beat Mario Sperry. And he founded, blah, 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 blah. We won't even talk about that. But he founded one of the biggest fight teams on the planet. Um, and now he's moved on to bigger and better things. Right? There you go. And he's moved on to Lebo BJJ. Is that what it's going to be? <laughs> no, not exactly, but yeah. Okay, kind of. It's a good idea. But what is it? What is it going to be called? Um, it's going to be launched in July. So is it secret right really, now? Yeah. Right now, we cannot go over exactly what it is, but... Good things going. Really got, good things We got going. the scoop. Where's this going to be? Well, it's, it's going to be an association. That, that we can talk about it. And we're in. Yep. We're in. It's going to be BJJ. It's going to be MMA. But we're going to be geared towards kids, you know, actually the, the core of what our, our business is. And we create a, a very good curriculum. We work in, in business solutions. We helped a lot of people. We came here to California to actually visit some of the best schools in the country. They have a great model. We're, we're, we're following a lot of their steps and, and learning a lot with it. So everything is seems pretty, the future seems pretty bright. Great. Let's put it this way. Yeah. Bright. It's yep. very bright, except for if you're me. My, my future sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. No. Why you say that? Because, first of all, even people in my own town are dogging on me on Facebook. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about that. And then my wife, my own wife, treats me like shit. <laughs> right? This is like therapy. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about the fights, but uh, then we're going to go from there and talk about some other things. Let's start with, uh, was that the first one? Yeah. Leon Roberts against uh, Peter Sabata. It was a back-and-forth fight, and it was a good fight. Both guys had some really good skills, and they both showed takedowns, takedown defense. They showed it all. But the thing I like about this fight, what was the referee's name? I thought this referee, uh, where's the referee? Cecil People. No, <laughs> Cecil People. I don't know if they listed on Poor Cecil. Don't pick on C's. I love C's. <laughs> I know you do. But anyway, um, okay, so the referee who was from, uh, who was from England, 
And he stopped the fight with one second to go. One second to go. How many referees have the balls to do that? I mean, he knew the fight was one second away. But let me tell you something. People might say, hey, one second away. Why didn't he let it go that one more second? Okay, you don't think one second is a, is a long time. Lie down on the fucking ground. Put your hands at your side and let... Leon Roberts oh, yeah. hit you and drop, see how many, drop yeah. elbows on you. Yeah. See how many times he can hit you in one second and see if you'll allow That's that. True. That's so true. one second can be a lifetime for uh, Peter Sabata. So I think it was a great call. Peter Sabata was getting the shit kicked out of him. And one second can be in the difference between breathing again or not, yeah. thinking again or not, subdural hematoma again or not. So, I don't know. I think it was a great call, and I think he had a lot of balls to do it. And that was a great referee. I forget his name, but I'll figure it out later. Um, but anyway, so that was the first fight. Well, um, sometimes you see fights going on too long. Like, there's 10 seconds left in the round, yeah. and the refs are just giving him a chance to make it to the end of the round. Yeah. So this was the opposite of that. It was the opposite? Which was nice to see, because I hate to see... This guy's getting beat up, and the round it should be over, but it's close to the end, so it almost seems like the refs are kind of letting it go. To the end of the round? Yeah. Th- you, they... This is, usually happens a lot when the referee actually has some fighting experience, and they go over, and just for the for to be supportive of what they do, and they allow the strikes to go more and try to see if the guy recover because nobody wants to get out of there right. you know, with a chance to win. If you if the referee stops, it hurts even more when you actually is knocked down. So, yeah. I think there's a lot of that pride or or this, this fight mentality, you know, over the fighters that or the referees that. So actually, you think if a fighter, if a referee had been a fighter, he has a tendency to let the fight go longer. I think so. Yes, I think that there is. I, I it's not everybody, of course. Yeah, but you that's can't... no doubt that there is some sort of. Of a, of a gentleman's agreement to let it go as much as they can yeah. so they can try to get out of the situation. And we saw crazy knockdowns, guys, crazy knockdowns that that, that was reversed and, right. and, and fighters went. You know, it's, it's almost like a gentleman's you know, agreement there. It's, okay, let it go as, 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 as further as I can. And well, I guarantee you, you would think the same. No, right. I'm the opposite, and yeah. it's not a good thing. Okay, I'll give you a for instance. I had a girl fight this weekend, and... John show... didn't beat up a girl, everybody. No, I had a girl. I had a girl. <laughs> One of his fighters. Well, no, I had a girl fight this weekend, and I told her, if I work your corner... I'm going to stop the fight if you have one cut. I don't care if it's two millimeters long. I'm going to stop the fight a lot quicker for you than I will if it's a guy, because... Chauvinistic as it sounds, if you're a girl and you retire with a couple scars on your face, flat nose, cauliflower ears, it's not as manly and macho, it's not as appealing as it is for a guy. You can have scars on your face when you retire as a guy, and you still look you look tough and you look macho, you look cool. If you're a girl, you're not gonna. I'm sorry. You know, there's a difference, and and if you don't believe me that there's a difference, why do girls spend a hun- an average of 150 hours a year putting on makeup. Where do you get these statistics? I just came up with that. <laughs> okay. <No. laughs> the worst thing is people believe I, I, I Wait. No, 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 no. Okay. I think I'm right. Okay. If you calculate the average female puts on makeup for an average, an average, because it goes higher, 
an average of 40 minutes a day. Well, you did raise daughters, so I think you have. So, you have some okay, times 40 minutes times 365 divided by 60, and that's how many hours it is. You do the math, but it's a long time. Let me tell you, it's a shit ton of long time. Try to hold your breath that long. You won't be able to. So women, so because that, that's true and that's fine, but scarring on a woman and a flat nose and cauliflower ears, it just won't go as well after they retire and they're in the, in the search uh, hunt for a man on Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. No, actually, actually, I know someone that's on Tinder so much, they're actually seeing uh, Dr. Casper here for a condition called Tinderitis. <laughs> no, because their thumbs swiping, swiping. No, Tinder not. thumb. Tinderitis. Tinder thumb. Yes, Tinderitis. But anyway, okay. So we're, why are we talking about Tinderitis? I have no idea. Okay, so we're talking about stuff. Okay, I'll tell you why. I stop fights way too easy. Way too quick. I've stopped fights in the corner where the doctor himself says, John, the guy's okay. He can go on. I go, no, he can't. Let me tell you, let me give you an example. And you'll agree with me. If a guy gets dropped, right, right at the right at the bell, right? He gets dropped. So he's he's knocked out right at the bell. And he's able to gather himself and make it to the corner. They're gonna let the fight go on after a minute if he can answer one simple question or something. He just had a, a, a brain injury. He just got a concussion, and now he's going to go back and fight a minute later. His chances of chronic a chronic injury or even acute injury have gone up exponentially if you let that fight go on. Well, this is what I think about boxing, because you, they get knocked down and they get time That's to exactly recover. That's exactly what I think. And then they get hit more. Whereas in MMA, you it's, go down and you're out and you're pretty, it's pretty much I could, over. I could agree more with him. It's know? true. So that's you true. see that. And that's why there's X amount of, there's an average of 10 to 13 deaths a year because of head trauma in boxing. And I think there's only been like two in the entire history of MMA. There's a reason for that. There's a, there's a lot more brain damage. And not only because of that, it's because 99% of a boxing match is punching each other in the head, where in, in MMA there's grappling, wrestling, clinching, etc. Correct. So I agree. Anyway, they stopped anyway, this fight with one second left. I, was saying, I thought it was a great call. It, it should have been stopped. It should have been. And so I like that the referee didn't take into account the clock no. and go, ah, oh, just let him get beat up for another second. Even though it, was, it wasn't just the end of the round, it was the end of the fight. The whole fight. Yeah. So. But that one punch could have put him out for he, the rest of his life. He probably would have won on the scorecard anyway. I don't know. It was pretty damn close. Edwards. But anyway. anyway, it wasn't. He didn't come back from having a sure loss on the scorecard to winning with that stoppage. So no, I, don't, I don't think it was a controversial stoppage. No, it wasn't. And at least he can remember his name in a week. Hopefully. Like I have a hard time sometimes wake up. As soon as I wake up, I forget where I am. I've been hit so much. No, All right. You like this hey. next fight? Oh my god! So this is Terry Ware, who we saw fight recently. Yeah, he fought uh, McCully or McCunny or McCully. What's the guy's name? McCully? I knew it until you said it wrong. O'Malley. O'Malley. Yeah. O'Malley. The, the goofy <laughs> guy with the, the fro, the Jew fro. Okay. Yeah. Terry Unwear yeah. fought uh, the Frenchman uh, Tom Ducanois. He did not win that fight. He did not lose that fight. Um, he lost to, to what's his name? McCully? O'Malley. Oh, O'Malley. 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 He lost to O'Malley, but he won. He won this fight, guys. What, where's the referee? The referee is fucking blind in this fight. He was either blind or stupid. You can you can be both, but he was one or the other. He lost this fight, Dubonnet. 
Dubonnet, right? Dukenois. Dukenois, whatever. He lost this fight, and Tarion. Is that was a referee call, or this was with the No, the speech. judge. Did I say referee? Judge, yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant ref. I meant judge. It was a great referee. Who was the referee? Anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who was a referee? No, it was a good referee. I remember thinking in my head, this guy's a good referee. But there was a terrible judging. The judging was a travesty. It was a, it was a unanimous decision. All three fucking judges must have been asleep or blind or something. Because Tarion Ware won this fight. He also, won the second Ter round Terion and the third. Ware is from Hawthorne or somewhere. Yeah. He's from the U.S. Yeah, he's this guy's from Europe. The fights were hometown. in London. He was hometown. hometown. This guy was a hometown decision. He was from, he was from France, which is like hometown in London. It's the same. <laughs> no, Sean, it's the continent. It's the same. Know, They're both man. Europe, right? You have to. They're go so like Europe. The, the British hate the French, man. Oh, That's what I heard. British don't hate anyone. They they can't hate anyone. They're they're both really soft countries. They can't carry guns in those countries. <laughs> oh, that's, true. that's terrible. That's but anyway, true. they can't even own guns in this in those countries. Anyway, so this is another French fighter where, like you were saying, Laborio. Uh, MMA is illegal. It's, it's illegal there. So where do they? They have Sport to go to. MMA wow. There are a few. Which Frenchmen. is which is. They can train though. That, yeah, but it's completely bullshit. Yeah, they have great fighters though. Hey, great fighters. Yeah. It's all politics, in my opinion. I think that this is all revolves into into other sports, other biggest sports, and as we know, France. What's the biggest sport in France? France is very socialist, so the majority of the sports there are, are teach into this Palestinian sports. Which is this big complex that they have there? And it's just great. They have great, great programs from from judo, karate, wrestling, and everything else. You do have basically everything for free. For some reason, MMA is not legal in France. Which is, which is, I mean, there's there's so many other. Well, MMA is not illegal in France, but if you call it shooto, which is basically the same thing with one or two different rules, you know, you can it's do it? allowed. Yeah, they can do it. So it's it's just a really matter. UFC of, should get a fight together and just call it UFC Shuto and do it there. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. What's the what's the rules different? The, no, the real difference comes down into the politics, man. It's just really. But what's it, the difference? Shame. So many great fighters coming from France. Yeah. Great fighters. Yeah, the Predator. Yeah. The Predator's from oh, yeah. France. Yeah. But anyway, this fight was this fight. Terrell where where now he did score like forty more punches. He or uh, he also got like uh, two takedowns, one at the end of the second round, huge or first round, so that kind of nullified the first. But I th still think the French guy won. But his takedown in the second round, he had quite a bit of time left. He did some damage on the second round with on the ground. He definitely won that, and he won the third round. How could he lose the fight? What were they watching? They were watching the leg kicks. He leg kicked him constantly with, um, yeah. with not much effect. So Tarion Ware never looked hurt by them. Nothing. Even though he kicked him like 40 times on the same leg. It still didn't hurt. He won the fight. Tarion won the fight. The flash. Terrible decision. Who's next? Oh, this fight was sad. Jimmy Manoa. I love Jimmy Manoa. You can't, if you don't love Jimmy Manoa, you're a terrible human. You're a terrible human. If you don't love Jimmy Manoa, if you don't think he's one of the greatest fighters to watch, you're a terrible, terrible uh, MMA fan. You should not be allowed to watch MMA. It seems like he, on the, on the scorecards, uh, he, he lost 
He lost big time, right? He lost big time. He lost big time. That's why it's so sad. I think, well, they called uh, Yan, Jan, Yan, and Jan through the course of this. That I think that's a common thing with his name. But um, he won he had, Yeah, he, he was won very big. good at counter striking. He also had a couple good leg checks that looked really painful. And, um, he, and he had some. He had better. Uh, he had better. Um, Where's ring John? generalship? He had bit better. He just looked like he he won the fight. But that's why it was so sad because everybody loves Jimmy Manoa and they hate to see him lose because he's like the he's like the consummate fighter's fighter. He just wants to bang with anyone, and he was just coming out short. He got dropped in the first round. Um, he got beat up in the second round and beat up in the third round. Not, I mean, he was never in. He didn't look like he was. Even when he got dropped, he got right back up. But he just lost the fight, and you don't want to see Jimmy Manoa lose. It's just. It's hurtful. And he was the actual hometown boy. He's from London. He is from actual London. And where's so the other guys from? Poland. Poland? Yeah. He's really good. A lot, that, a lot of great fighters. They're come coming from out Poland good now, from man. Poland. This guy yeah. was good, but he was kind of a bully and beat up on Jimmy Manuel. Jimmy <laughs> Manuel only had four seconds of uh, control time. This was also fight of the night, I believe. Oh, it was? Yeah. I wouldn't have. Well, yeah. It's good for Jim. Yeah, good fifty grand, good, but it didn't look like fight of the night to me. But whatever. Well, the fight of the night of this night. Fight yeah, that's fifty grand for each one of them. It's not a bad. Yeah, not a bad call. So that was good. No, because neither one of them got beat up or really hurt at all, did they? I mean, Jack Manuel got hurt. He must have got hurt when he got dropped, but he got right back up. So all right, so that was the semi main, and now we got the main event: uh, Alexander Volkov against. Mauricio Verdum. And Verdum's 40 now, I believe. They yeah. This is, I think this is, was a big, it's a big decisive point there. You know, it's H comes, it comes. Hits you hard. Yeah, it hits you hard. It really hits you hard. So you got to go I heard double that. time to try to recover. I would know. Or, or improve your, your steam, your stamina. Anything. It's, it's 40 years old, it's just not, it's just not easy as it was before. Not just recovery time, but. Stamina wise, I don't know if it will affect the, the the results of the fight or not, but but definitely, four years old it, it waits. I think this guy was one of the best heavyweight fighters in the world. This guy broke was the first time yeah first time that Kim Velasquez was submitted before in a fight was 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 Fabrizio Verdun, and the first time Fedora Milenko lost right it was was Fabrizio was it yeah I think it was. I, th I know Fabrizio is a hell of a fighter. And, I mean, to be honest, like, you think he's lost X amount. He hasn't lost that many. I think he's only lost, uh, he, like, came off, like, three fights win. They lost one. They, like, came off five wins before that. So I think he's had, like, three losses in his last, like, ten fights. So, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he has a winning uh, record. He's ranked right up there, too. But Over this fight, or something. he just looked terrible in this fight. He's, like... I don't know. He just I think he was trying to uh, try to get in close and control the distance because that guy's so tall. He's Volkov. He's like six seven or six yeah. eight. He's a big, he's big guy. But I don't. I don't think it was. I. I think it was just. It was like some when something that happens, it's usually just the other guy shutting you down, or sometimes it's overtraining. Overtraining is a very insidious. insidious uh, uh, affliction and when it hits you it like you don't even know it's coming sometimes and once it hits fights off i mean you're just not gonna fight 
to your full potential. Overtraining is worse than undertraining. Um, and it, it, it's like I said, it looked like he had, he had some overtraining issues. His timing was off. His, his, his distance was off. He didn't look like he was trying. Like he, when, when one of the worst things of overtraining is you lose your, your zest, you lose your dynamic striking, your dynamic movement. You just don't have it. Once you overtrain, you can't get it back right away. It takes a while. And it looks like he pushed it a little too hard because he just looked... Everything was off in this fight for to me. Yeah, but let's talk about the Russian too. This kid is coming with a good... He is. Yeah, yeah. He's coming he nailed hot. Him. He nailed He's him. coming hot. This, this yeah. Russian kid is not, is not a joke. You know, no, so it could have been me. It might have been, been that. Um, it might have been completely just the Russian shut him down. But it just didn't look like it. But it, but it could have been. I mean, sometimes you you just can't tell. And the Russian, I thought he was Polish. He's Russian, though. He he must have hit a lot harder than he looks like. How many knockouts does he have? But he didn't look like he hit uh, Fabricio, uh that hard, and he knocked him out. So he must hit pretty hard, even though they're both not, uh, heavyweights anyway. But what's his record? How many knockouts? 26 and 6. All right. Does it say how many KOs? No. What do you mean no? Well, somewhere you can add them up. Oh, there you are. I got to add them up? Okay, one, two. Uh, he has, I don't know. We don't know how many knockouts, but he probably has a lot. Yeah. Okay? I'm going to show you right now. But anyway, so it was, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I love those guys. They did a great job, but it was a boring fight. I mean, there just wasn't, there wasn't a lot of action, number one. And it was stamina, right? I don't know what it was, man. They just didn't look. It, it ended in the fourth round, um, but it just it, it wasn't it wasn't a really exciting fight to watch. But I definitely think um, I definitely think uh, Verdum is not done. I don't think that fight really said you're done, Mister Verdum, because he uh, he uh, you know he lost to a guy that's probably gonna fight for a title soon. Yeah. There's another so, thing too. Uh, there's there's okay. the fact that are you getting some? Go ahead. Yeah, there's the fact that Verdun. I know Verdun pretty pretty well, and I know since he was a kid. Seriously, since he was a 17, 16 years old in a in a BJJ circle there, and he always loved to compete. When you yeah. talk about this kid's gonna be done, and I just don't see He's this guy. I, I don't see this guy quitting. Fighting, you know, fighting in his system, and he he loved that so much, and he deals well with losses too. You know, the guy can rebuild from losses, and he is one of those, one of those guys that comes stronger. He's gonna train more. He's gonna try to figure out something, and he's yeah. gonna go back to the W column pretty soon. But he's he's definitely enjoying this so much. Yeah, you can even, tell. Let's say even if UFC passes, I think he's still gonna find yeah. a way to compete. He yeah, you can tell he's he has a lot of fun. I mean, at the weigh-in, he stood on a chair, so he came off taller than this guy as a joke. I mean, he's kind of a clown, and sometimes it looks like like when he lost to Stepik, it looks like he was clowning too much. <laughs> but who, he's having a good time, man. He's it's like didn't look like he really got hurt. I, th I there's no way I think he's done. But what's his jujitsu? Uh, what's his uh, jujitsu pedigree? Is he like a top oh, jiu-jitsu yeah. guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, this so, guy was the only guy who won world championships. Abu Dhabi, which is the no grappling, the world championships are no grappling. 
No gi. Yeah, he, he won gi, no gi. He won UFC. He won major title in, in every single major event, grappling in in MMA. So he he was for real, man. He always was for real, and he loves. Like I said, he he loves to compete. And this thing about losing it for some people really hits super hard. You know, I say that it's different with him, but he can rebuild pretty fast, which is a tremendous point. You know, yeah. And, and you see a lot of fights. Sometimes it's dangerous in, in boxing. You see a lot of those guys to actually not stopping competing, and they love so much and just keeping them on, on a game or for necessity of money, yeah, or, or for fun. But he's one of those guys, man, that he can rebuild pretty fast and he come back stronger than try. You think he's? You think he's hurting for money? No. Man. Nope, not at all. And I think he's well. very, yeah, I think he's done pretty well. He has well. his own gym, right? Oh, yeah. I know he had one in, in uh, like, Marina Del Rey in L.A. Oh, there's more. He, he bought property in Brazil, I think, and, and bought a a comedy club in Brazil, too. So all this thing about having fun and being, you know, comedy. So he's a businessman, too? Yeah, I think so. Kind of like Pedro Rizzo. Pedro Rizzo, he's he, a great he, guy. He did some... Uh, I heard he does some good real estate deals in. Uh, oh, Pedro! In, Pedro is awesome, man. Yeah, Pedro is absolutely awesome. Kick like a freaking goddamn horse. We should, we should call him. Let's just call Pedro right now. Pedro. Pedro Rizzo. Let's call him. See if he answers the phone. He's an awkward guy. I don't know. No, he's an awesome guy. I, I, don't love, like him. I love him. I love him. Remember, we worked together a few times with yeah. with, uh, with Glover. Glover. With Glover. Yeah. You don't like him? No, I do. I love him. I'm okay, teasing. <laughs> so sensitive, bro. What the yeah, hell? Fala Pedro. Fala bem. Parabéns. Pedro. Hey, Parabéns. I got, I got John Hackman here in the line, man. Hey. You are on, on his podcast. We're in a podcast. What's up? How are you? How are you? Parabéns. <laughs> Do you know what Parabéns means? Pedro. Parabéns means congratulations. Pedro. Pedro. Can you hear me? How come you kick so hard? He kicked really hard. No, how how come you no, kick so hard? hard. Did you no, kick coconut hard. trees? He trains hard. That's what. Oh my God, he. Pedro, sou eu, Libório. Eu tô com com. Eu tô you know, com Pedro Joe Hackman. Oh, oh, I heard <laughs> that. Recognize it's you. Oh, don't think I can't speak uh, Portuguese. I know what you just hey, said. Bro, how are you, man? I'm fantastic. You? It's good to talk to you. Ask, answer me this question for the uh, for the viewers on our podcast. How did you develop such a, a powerful leg kick? Oh, well, What's your uh, secret? Genetic. Genetic. Uh, I had, had, had legs, but a little bit technique. You have to move your hips step to the side and, and move your hips, hips as fast as you can. You know? That's okay. That's why I like to do. So it's in the hips. It's in the hips and genetics. Yeah. All the hips. Oh. said heavy legs. Okay, that's fantastic. How are you feeling? I miss you. Hey, I miss you too, my friend. I'm feeling good, man. I'm doing well. Working hard in Brazil. I hope, I hope next time you come to Brazil, I'm going to take, take you to, to visit my kids. I have 600 kids. Yeah. You guys, it's a beautiful wow. it's man. A gym and, uh, it's, a gym no, it's not even it's, it's a really a, it's a, it's a social What product. about lemon? Do you have that lemon kid? What I call them lemon or apple. There's an apple one too, right? Do you remember those two guys, Apple and Lemon? They were with they were with Glover for a while. Remember? What are you talking about? Oh, a long time ago. 
Yeah. They, they came and stayed in my house for all. I don't know. Apple. Apple. You remember Apple? Guys, you thought he was friend of Babalu, wasn't Oh, okay. I don't remember. Oh, you don't know. Uh, when I, the Apple who I know, he was friend of Babalu, wasn't Gilbert's friend. Oh, okay. Must be a different guy. How is that <laughs> Babalu's crazy? Is Babalu crazy? I like Babalu. Have you ever... Yeah, yeah. Has Babalu ever been normal? No, he's never normal. He's always been crazy? <laughs> what about... Yeah, he's uh, never been crazy. What about Vandele Silva? Is he ever normal? <laughs> what happened to him? I know, I know. Well, Vandele, I, I, didn't, I, didn't see him, I didn't see him much. Do you I think he holds his breath too long, long or something? I don't know. I, 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 I'm not seeing him much. You know? But Vandele is the, the guy who I know. I know him. When I see him, we talk a little bit, but he's not my friend. I don't know much yeah. about him. He's not. He's not right in the head. There's something wrong with him. You know why? Because he trains with like a. He trains with that oxygen restrictive things. So I think he has oxygen uh, debt problems. But anyway, so you all right, man? I miss you, brother. I miss you too, man. Come I'll see it. Come see me soon. Para Benz. Ciao, Pedro. Tá falando de você até se desligar. So anyway, eu tô aqui no podcast. Não, eu eu falo com você daqui a pouco. Parabéns. Anyway, so that was uh, that was the hardest. That was probably the hardest leg kicker ever in UFC history. Pedro Hizo. I call him Rizzo because when I see the R, I always want to say R, but it's actually pronounced H. I don't know why. Don't don't ask me why because that. What's the reason? What Rizzo and no? Hizo? Why do you say Hizo if Hizo. it's an R? It's yeah, supposed to be a, no, but it's supposed to be an R. That's how it works in Brazil. An R is an R. Are you serious? R, yeah. Why? That's how it works. That's an H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Child, you're something else. But anyway. Well, is this Italian name? His father is Italian guy. Yeah. Yeah. He has yeah. some. He has some leg kicks. That guy. Oh, Remember yeah. when he fought poor uh, Randy Couture? Randy Couture is in pain the next day. I saw him the next day. He was. I don't think Randy won that fight. Oh, I don't, I don't remember it well enough to think either way. I know it was really close, and they went back and forth, but I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. You think? Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. It was biased because Rizzo is my friend, but I, I don't think. I, I remember. Seeing, I think Rizzo. I remember Rizzo's kicking his legs, kicking the crap oh out of his legs. God. I they See, like, like with Terrian fought. Dukenwa. Dukenwa. Okay, Duke and Wa didn't hurt him. He kicked him like this. It'd be like me hitting James like this forty times. It's not going to hurt his arm at all. But when Pedro Hizzo... I was going to say Rizzo. <laughs> when Pedro Hizzo kicks you one time, it's like it's like somebody hits a baseball bat on your freaking thigh. It hurts. He has freaking... Not only big legs. It doesn't really matter how big his leg is because it's all in the hip. And it, I mean, he hurt people. Did you just see this guy, actually. There was a, he does have big a legs, though, right? On, on YouTube that he... Hit somebody that's holding the pads, and the guy whipped his both legs in the air. Swept up. Swept yeah. Yeah. He kicked like yeah. a yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So he, he was a leg. He was like, he was probably the best leg, uh, the hardest leg kicker in all of. Uh, oh my God. Look at this. We're going to watch it? Yeah. Just look at this, Doc. Here, go on. Let him see it. Oh my God. Okay, we're watching a video, guys. We'll show you. We'll put the video up for him. 
Oh Why is he taking it? <laughs> the guy's trying to hold a pad and he keeps taking the pad away from him. Yeah. We're gonna Oh my god. He looks scared. He looks very scared. He should be. That's the guy we just talked to. What did he just do? It does. It's the end. He kick it. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna use the pad on that one. I think he's already hurt his leg. Hardest oh, kicker. no, no, no. That's, that's what I, you got to see it. You guys didn't see it. Oh, look. Take a look at this. <laughs> <laughs> the guy she... flipped in the air, man. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That's how I feel when I'm holding pads for some of my guys. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, this is ridiculous. Uh. We'll add the video in for anyone watching the, the video of our podcast. Yeah. So he's the top. You think he's the hardest leg kicker ever? Who do who do you think's the hardest leg kicker in, in MMA Ooh, history? That's so hard to say. Huh? I I don't. Melvin think so. Menhoff, maybe. No, I don't think so. I don't think Menhoff he, is a beast too. Don't he me? is, but I don't think he kicked as hard as I don't think he leg kicked as hard as Pedro Hizo. Marco Hua, remember Hua destroying that big seven feet tall guy? The Korean the, guy? No, no, the big UFC in the, in the first ones. Yeah, I was thinking of that big Korean with a horse face. Remember that one? Yeah. What was I his name? That. Kim, Kim something. Kim Young Joo or something Sun. like that. I remember. Yeah. Seven, seven feet tall. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. That was pretty brutal. But I, I don't know. I, I'll okay, go. Okay, another one. Another one. Tiago Alves. That's another great, great leg kicks. Um, I think. You it think was, you would compare that with Pedro Hizzo? No, no, no. But it was great leg kicks. He, used he to, did. He did. He used to have great but leg kicks. But then again, there's, uh, there was... Uh, but it's not the hardest. Jose Aldo, and there was... Uh, and there was... Uh, there is... Barbosa. Barbosa. They yeah. both have great legs. Yeah. They're a lot lighter, so you can't... I mean, they don't have the same... Uh, it doesn't look as hard because they're lighter, but those guys had freaking powerful... Who do you think of the hardest left hook in MMA history? Glover to share. <laughs> Glover is pretty hard, yeah. Yeah, I, I would. Left hook? Yeah. I might go with Glover, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Do you remember that knockout? I saw it was almost like a double knockout, but it wasn't. Uh, Dan Hardy yeah. against uh, Condit. Carlos Condit. Condit. Yeah. That was so beautiful. That was because one had hooks. their hand up and the other one didn't. Right. So they both landed at the same time, but Condit's hand was up and Hardy's hand was down here, so never hook. That's why you should never hook with a Another hooker. Another one that I see recently, I was watching recently, was Rose. With a oh. Hook on Joanna. Yeah. That was a perfect left hook. All three fights that week on the UFC changed hands because of a left hook. Really? Yeah. Bisping got KO'd by, yeah, by, by uh, St. Pierre. St. Pierre. Then he threw on a choke, but he was already out with a, the hook. Remember? Right. And then Rose... Uh, Namajunas and then uh, TJ Dillashaw against yeah. against uh, yep. Cody yeah yep. Cody, Cody Brown yeah now some people might say well that was a right hook but I consider a left hook any hook that's in the forward hand position so if you're a southpaw the right hand is your left hook if you're regular it's to me it's the lead hand hook I call them both think about left hook I think about Mike Tyson Honestly, I love his left hook, man. I, 
And, and his uppercuts. Right. I thought it was a beauty. And his that overhand. Uppercut. And his overhand. And his overhand. Everything. Yeah, but the uppercut, the way he actually positioned, yeah. transitioned the body and go to the upper. Not many was, people would double up with the right. He would throw a right hook to the body and then an uppercut. Yeah. No, I, nobody, I've never seen anyone do that before or since. You also got Joe Frazier. Yeah. You also had yeah. uh, Ernie Shavers, who we were talking about earlier. Uh, you also had the best left hook ever in boxing. I bet nobody out there will hear of him. And if you haven't, Google him. Pepino Cuevas. The best left hook in all of boxing. Really? Pepino Cuevas. What is the name of that? The, the White Hope. Remember that guy? Yeah, Tommy actually, Morrison. Tommy Morrison. He had a great had left a hook, too. Great left hook. In fact, in fact if, you Google, if you Google best left hook of all time, I bet you his name will come up in the top. Any search... His name will come up in the, like the top Beautiful, three. Beautiful man, so precise, so yeah. clean, hard. He had a yeah. yeah. He had time Morrison. That's it. Time Morrison. Yeah. Did he, he was, die? He died of AIDS, he, right? He died of AIDS or something. Yeah. Huh? That's did right. He, did he come up? But un incredible, that's him. incredible. That's Tyson, him. Tyson's in there, number three. Yeah, there's John, there's Tommy Morrison. Yeah, he died of like AIDS, man. What the hell? Well, that happens. Like, yeah, shit happens. But anyway. That was a wrong that, time for him, you know, to be doing all this this craziness, right? Yeah, and he, made, I mean, he made it so big on the Rocky Rocky Five, and then, uh, and then just his fight career. I mean, he was like, he was there, he was there, and then boom, AIDS. Yeah. You know how they found out he had AIDS? Pre-fight physical. Really? Yeah. Can you imagine? Cause you just go like. Uh, should I get to get a physical for this fight? Uh, every fight, right? Every year you got to get your pre-fight. And all of a sudden he comes back with like, uh, uh, Tommy, you're not going to be fighting uh, this fight. Oh, why? Do I have like, uh, what happened? Do I have my cardiac enzymes too hard or too high? Or do I have like a CPK or is my blood sugar a little off? Uh, no. What is it then? What's What's the matter? You got AIDS. Yeah. What the fuck? That, that's well, in medicine, even to do HIV testing, you have to do pre-testing counseling. Those aren't tests that you just do without counseling a patient beforehand. Because yeah. the results can be so devastating. No, I know. But they don't, they don't do it now. They don't do that now. Maybe not. No, because my guy's going for every, before, every year. Yeah. Well, so it, it, HIV used to be a death sentence. Yeah. You know, 15 anymore, years ago. No? Yeah. no? What is it now? Just imagine how his opponents, you know, went through. Yeah. When they find out that he died of AIDS and, you know, and he fought him or somebody got cut. Yeah. Just imagine that. Or, or training partners. I, it was a hard or time. Sex to, partners. <laughs> even worse. Yeah. Hello. But, but that, was, that was a choice, right? That was a, like that was watching him on TV. Some, some but, poor chick that he freaking met in a bar and he's watching on TV and she's watching and she's like. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, man. Honey, I got good news and bad news. Oh. Hey, where's the good news? There's no good news. Honey, I got bad news and worse news. What? Is, no, you guys are so somber when it came. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just a, such it's a hilarious one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a hilarious topic of. You have to. You have to be able to make fun out of. Any, that's a comedian. Of a Is it? I'm a comedian. Gosh. What the hell? Yeah. But anyway, what's the matter? He died of AIDS. You guys are so somber. Yeah. Why? But anyway. <laughs> Why? But anyway, so Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Morrison. Yeah, best Tom left Morrison. hook. 
Very good. And then, so we came up with who has the best left hook. And, okay, the best overhand right in MMA. Then we're Chuck gonna call Liddell. It. Come on. Chuck Liddell. Okay. Chuck Liddell. Let's go with the right. top three. Chuck Liddell, yes. <clears throat> All right. Um, overhand right, man. Easy one. It's an easy one. Fedor. Fedor Emilianko. Fedor. Yeah. yeah. And then... True. Third, it's not going to be an overhand right oh, person. Oh, Han Dan Henderson. Yeah, that's Dan what I was going to say. Oh, it's not Dan an overhand right, but it's still a right. It's just a right. And it's not overhead right. You I can't, saw him you can't call overhead it. Right. You can't call really? it. Really? It doesn't have a name. He never learned how to throw it. It just was his natural punch. Guys, he just, wait. He was wait, like, wait. Mm, just put it down here. Oh. And yeah. he was an Olympic level wrestler. Oh, yeah. But he was known for his. His, his toughness, yeah, too. Tough, you know, oh it was God. it was such. A Remember thing. him against uh, Vandalay? Yeah. Oh, in Japan, I think they just went at it, and he was getting the shit beat out of him. But he just kept. Oh, what about him with? Uh, Bisping. With, yeah. Yeah. Bisping. Yeah. That was overhead right. And and oh, Hector. Oh, that was an elbow. He was out. It was an elbow. Right. It was a side oh, elbow. El he was just like, he was out. It was out. It was out. Hector knocked him out, but he just kept yeah. fighting like on instinct. Such a tough And just guy. out of the blue, he just threw this freaking elbow that caught Hector. Yeah. What happened to Dan Henderson? He just kind of disappeared. No, he's, he's running a gym in Temecula, the Team Quest. He's doing great, man. He's doing good? Yeah. What about, what's up with Hector? Hector he moved to is, Germany? He was in Germany for the camp. I don't know if he moved to Germany. I don't know. I talked so. to him not that long ago. Because yeah. I thought, okay, here's one. I thought that fight should have been stopped as a no contest. I do not think he should have been disqualified. His last fight. He was disqualified. Yeah. And people kept saying, oh, he, uh, yeah, the referee was telling him to stop. He hit the guy a combination after the bell. The combination was this fast. And the combination was right at the bell, pretty much. And it was also a counter to the, like, the guy's kick. Mm -hmm. So he's like, bing, bing, bing. And the bell rang, bing, and his bing, bing was already on its way. It seems I don't think like they were putting someone together. They, they're going to fight again. That's what I heard the last time. They might fight again, but I don't think, I don't think they're going to overrule that DQ. Did you see that, that DQ? Oh, you guys? Yeah. Oh, we'll what see. did you think of that? Do you um, think he should have been disqualified for that? Disqualified? Not. I think he, you could, you could name it, you know. Um, um, no contest. Yeah, no contest. The, he, no contest. He it couldn't have won. It was non-intentional, 100%. Right. It didn't look intentional. No, no but still, it was after the It was a reflex. It happens. Right. It's like this, you know, hooks in a groin or things like that after the belt, but... It is because Hector is such a controversial. Oh my god! You know, and and it's almost like the the guy. Do you remember that the footlock guy, Toquinho? Yeah. You know, Antonio. Um, yeah. Toquinho, and yeah. he Pajares. Pajares. Pajares, and he was, man, he was jumping foot and breaking foot, and yeah. it's it always he got it. And when the bell rings, people tap, and yeah. he wouldn't stop. So even even if you think it was not as as you know, as intentional, and it's unfortunate, you know, it's, 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 it's part of the personality. Uh, for me, a, a late hit, you know, the bell rings and they're separating and then you hit the guy. Yeah. That's a DQ. I mean, that's, yeah. the guy's going back to He was in motion. His, he was in, yeah, it was in motion. Yeah. I thought it was terrible. But that, that uh, Paul Harris guy. I'm, I'm, I'm biased again to go Hector. Hector is, is a love and hate with everybody. I, 
I personally love him. Yeah, you know? me I too. love the guy. Me too. You know, but I know that he got his issues there. But I, man, I just love the guy. He always know. I know. Just you call me. me. Yeah. You call me. You want me to say, John? Train you him. got to. You got to train this guy. Didn't you he, talk to him about that? I, I talked to him about the DQ, and he said, he said, he he's making mistakes because of his language barrier, and he's saying things he shouldn't be saying. Like he's basically meaning. It's a fight, and that happened. I was in motion. That's what he meant. I can tell because I know him that well. But what he's saying on the camera is, "So what? This is a fight. Sometimes people hit each other after bell." It's sounding like he did it on purpose, but he wasn't. And his English is just—it's it, changing what he's saying. He didn't mean that. He didn't like wait till the bell rang and then hit the guy. What he meant was some things happened, and what he really meant was. You know, the fight was... The, the punch was in motion. Yeah. And he also, after it happened, he's walking away, and then he kind of realized what happened, which to me makes it, it... He didn't do it on purpose. No, I don't think he did. You and can that, see on his face when he realized what happened after, you know, after it was over. That Paul Harris guy, you know what was the best fight ever that he was in, I thought? Alan Belcher. Oh, yeah. No, that was a lot. <laughs> Alan Belcher turned yeah. it around on yeah. him. And didn't he, yeah, like... Alan Belcher was composed. He knew yeah. what he was doing. Alan Belcher... Score ten in that fight. I'll yeah. tell you that. You know, it was not just because of the, because at the time Pahadis was the beast, right? Yeah. He the he was the boogeyman. He was kicking everybody out. And after that, after Pahadis, Dan Henderson kind of figured out things. I was so remember Pahadis fought Dan Henderson and Dan Henderson beat him. But at the time, Pahadis was the boogeyman. He was yeah. getting everybody. But Allen fought him in his own game. Yep. He said, fuck that. Here's my leg. Give me yours. Let's go. I agree. I agree. And was it a stoppage? I don't even remember. But I remember... Was I, it, I think it was a stoppage. I, I remember Dan Henderson was a stoppage. Yeah. I Dan remember... Dan was a stoppage. I remember Alan just like... You could tell he was thinking like, all right, bro, you want to do leg locks? Let's do leg locks. And he just... He went with him leg lock for leg lock. And this guy was like the most feared guy. Yeah. In, grappler. At the time, he was yeah. the most feared grappler. He was a boogeyman. I'm telling you. Yeah. That kid was was good it yeah. was winning everything so kind of uh, alan belcher went there and and, and put a, a couple of things in his head kind of kind of create momentum for other people too yeah who is his name paul harris yeah paul harris paul harris, paul harris. Oh, he is. yeah tko he tko'd him and it was his first it was his first First time he got TKO, or or even the first time he lost, I think. Oh yeah, check it out. I think yeah, he, got, he got a yeah. That was pretty impressive, man. I was I was really impressed with the with uh, Alan Belcher that fight. Uh, uh, he he lost to Hector Lombard too, huh? Yeah, that was the was in Australia. How did he lo lose to Hector Lombard? Strikes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks like it was. His, oh no, he lost to Nate Markwar by TKO. He lost to Dan Henderson before that, too. He lost to Arthur Caesar something. He lost to Nate Markworth was the first one? No, there's been a few. Oh, his first one, he lost his first fight. Landero Silva. His first fight was in the UFC? No, BFC. No. BFC. So anyway, that was a brutal guy. But we love, we love Alan Belcher. Actually, I'm working with Alan Belcher. I'm doing a seminar in... Um, in New Orleans with Alan Belcher for his uh, combat combat uh, sports uh, yeah. organization. But anyway, we're good? Like Anything else you want to talk about? 
All right. Thanks for coming, brother. Well, thank you. It's great to have uh, Lebo here yeah, visiting. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you. Meet you. Jack. Thank you. And, uh, that was good. It's good to have just good. Good to be here with you. It's the chat. first time I come over. It, it won't know, be the last. I hope it's not the last. last. It won't be the last. No, it won't. We're going to be doing a lot of things together, my friend. Yes, we will. That. We're going to go all the way with this whole judicial. We're not going to tell you the name of it yet, though, but you'll find out. So stay, stu stay tuned. He started this other great organization called eh, ha, ha. We're not going to name it right now, <laughs> but it happened to be like the biggest MMA or the biggest MMA team in the world, one of the biggest gyms in the world. He started it, so his next project we know is going to be huge too. So stay tuned for that, and maybe you could be a part of it. I'm going to be. You will for that sure. That means you are too. Whatever I'm a part of, you're a part of, whether you I'm like it or not. I'm ready. All right, Sounds guys. Good. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming, guys.